Welcome to the Turkey Day edition of the Lair. <laughs> Bro, I hope you leave that in. <laughs> I hope you leave that in. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. Yeah, dude. Happy Thanksgiving, man. What a day. You just... Did you drive all day today? I'm feeling beat up. I just want to tell good. you that. You look good. Dude. Of course, over this, you know, nice long stretch of days off and fun times are supposed to be had. Guess who's sick? <laughs> good old comic book dad. This guy. It was terrible, dude. I'm sorry, bro. You know, kids just bringing home germs. Uh, yeah. Just uh, other than that, it was great. I don't yeah. want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bummer for you, too, because you're so much more extroverted than me. Like, it's a bummer for you to miss out. For me, you were telling me, like, you know, that you might have to stay home. And I'm like, bro, I'd be milking it. Like, yeah, I don't feel good. Like, you guys go ahead. <laughs> Without me, dude, I had all time. these fun activities planned, and dude, I literally was a bump on a log for like four days. Oh, geez, Still dude. trying to recover, not a hundred percent. Feeling a little better though, but um, it was tough, dude. I'll tell you that much. It was tough. I was playing for my friends the video you sent me of the birds going nuts outside oh, your house. Oh my gosh! And they were like, "Dang!" And they had a uh, an app where they could listen to the bird sounds and find out what bird it was. And they, I can't remember now, but it was funny, dude. They're like, "Dang, those are loud, dude!" It's loud every day, man. Um, let me tell you something. I know. So we both have young youngins running around, right? Yeah. And so my bedtime routine for my five year old is like. It's a whole spiel, dude. If we got to get him in bed, you know, he's fighting it. And yep. um, we're still not at the point where like we can just leave him in bed and tell him goodnight and like shut the door. Like, so we lay down with him and like I'm singing him songs. And so like my wife and I s- usually will try to switch off. And uh, of course, tonight was my night and I'm still feeling crummy. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to sing songs tonight. Like my throat hurts, bro. Like I can't even, I can't even sing anyways, dude. Like I'm not a singer, dude. That's one thing I wish. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before. I wish I could sing, but it's yeah. just terrible. And so he's like, Dad, sing me some songs when I'm trying to fall asleep. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to sing you any songs tonight. Like my throat hurts. Not happening. Long story short, guess who had to sing him some songs? <laughs> who didn't see that coming? <laughs> it was terrible, dude. Like. I'm trying to get through like, you know, the twinkle twinkle and like the old McDonald had a farm and bro, like my voice is going in and out and he's like, dad, I can't hear you. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, because, you know, like my, my throat was hurting, dude. And I'm like, can't even carry a tune anyways. Dude, exactly. And like sometimes it was coming out as a whisper because I didn't want to be too loud. Because then if I sing too loud, he's like trying to sing along. And I'm like, dude, it's bedtime, man. Like you just got to listen and go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, on top of that, it was like a night where like he slept in this morning. So he didn't initially fall asleep. Dude, I'm singing the same five songs like five times. I don't know how many times I sung Twinkle Twinkle tonight. (laughs) Scratchy voice and all. (laughs) Powering through, bro. I'm proud of you. But I had to make it. It finally fell asleep. It took, I don't know, it felt like it took ages, but. Oh, man. It's tough. I know one day I'll look back and be like, man, I miss those days. But right yeah. now I'm just like, bro, I just want to lay you in bed. Yeah. Say night, buddy, and close the door and dip. <laughs> Dude, this just to piggyback on what you're saying, today, like, uh, we were cleaning up. Like, all day we're cleaning house, right? And then, like, I did, like, some stuff with the kids in the morning and a little activity that we did and playing with them. And then I was like, okay, I'm kind of tired. I want to sit down for a second. And so, like, I'm laying in bed reading. That's my that's what I do. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> You just lay down. <laughs> and my daughter comes in and she's like, hey, do you want to play checkers with me? And I was like, no, nah, not right now. I'm going to rest for a bit. And then, like, I pick up my phone to look at Instagram and it's one of those dad accounts. And it's, like, saying something like, uh, you're not going to know it, but one one day your kid's going to come to you and ask you to play a game with them for the last time. And I'm like, shoot, let's yeah, play some you checkers, play bro. Checkers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. I know. And it's sad to think about. Like, 
Yeah. Man, sometimes and I think about that, like when we were like kids in high school or even some of the friends that I had in Michigan that I moved away from, like there was a time that there was my last day hanging out with them and I didn't even know it. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. It is weird. I mean, you spend, you know, the first 18 years with them and it's like the shortest period though, when you look at it. Yeah. And then after that, I can't remember how much it like the percentage goes of like how often you spend time with your kids after they turn 18. Yeah, but there's there's days where I just want to lay on the the couch and read books. I know, man. It's tough. It gets tough when it's dad do this, dad do that, dad, dad. She won't do this, dad. They're not listening <laughs> to me, dad. Where are the scissors, dad? I want a juice. Like, no, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Where do they get the energy? I don't know. It's wild. I can sleep 10 hours and still not have the energy my son has. Dude, I I got to have Thanksgiving with my family from um, Nevada, and they're going to be gone for Christmas. So I got an early... Did you see the early Christmas present I got from my uncle? I did. um, A cool comic book you got. Yeah, the first appearance of Luke Cage. That's pretty rad. Were you stoked on it? I was stoked and I felt bad. I'm like, you shouldn't give this to me. Like in good condition, that comic book is worth 3000 bucks. No. Yeah. In mediocre condition, it's worth like 300, 400 bucks. Where did he find it? Did he always he have had it? He had it in his own collection. No way. Yeah. And he just passed it and down to you. passed it on down to the old Kyle. And this is your uncle? Yeah. He said, forget his kids. I'm passing it on to Dude, it's so funny. I'm sitting there next to his to his daughter, and she looks at me, and she's like, you got one of his comic books before I did. Yeah. <laughs> forget my own kids. I'm passing this down to my nephew. Oh, my gosh. But I was stoked, dude. I couldn't believe it. I, like, didn't want to touch it, though. Yeah, did you, know? you open like, it up? I did today because I had to just see what the inside was like, and I'm not going to get it graded. I'll just keep it as good as I can. Yeah, there, you right? will, bro. <laughs> Well, I had Monk or no, Mad texted me like the values on it. And I was like, oh my God, maybe I should get it checked out. You should. I know. I don't know. I mean, you don't um, get, a, get a chance to go to your local shop a ton. But I know like at my shop, they have a guy that will like take it from you and then he'll like press it and do all yeah. that cool stuff. I don't know how much that costs. And then you'll get it back and then you can, they'll send it off for you. Like my shop, I think they, they'll do all the legwork. Like they'll send it off for you. Um, I don't know what the charges are or anything like that, but um, something to think about, dude. It'd be cool. Yeah, I should do it. My wife's like, you should do it with a couple of the ones you have. I mean, you might as well because, you know, yeah. like you didn't, you got it as a gift. You might as well, you know, get it cased up and, you know, keep it in good condition as long as you could. And it could be something you can pass down to your kids yeah. or something. Um, but that was cool, dude, to, to get that from him. So pretty stoked. Dude, I didn't realize it was like that. Like I know. Wow, that's impressive. And it looks like it's pretty clean. What other books does he got laying around? <laughs> <laughs> like you better be hitting his uncle up all side. the time. Like, hey. Just calling. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send him the Lair podcast and uh yeah. I know he's got a Deadpool number one. Oh, really? Did you tell and him that's your like favorite? I was like I wanted to slip in and be like Deadpool's my favorite, bro. Yeah, you got to <laughs> slip that little hint, bro. Every <laughs> Christmas. Was, yeah, yeah. I hope yeah, every holiday I get another comic book from his collection. Yeah, no, that's oh. pretty neat though, dude. I I think you should definitely think about getting it um graded, send it off, you know. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. Cool dude though. Uh that he had he had like a whole ton of those like 80s, 90s stuff and it's always fun to chat with him. Imagine because like being a collector back in the eighties, like back in those early days when all you those could be were coming rich out. Right now. You could just be slanging some money around. Man. I can't like Ross's kids are gonna be rolling in the dough when they're older. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But what a cool deal, dude. I'm uh that's awesome. I'm glad you got yeah. that. That's cool. So thanks to my uncle. He knows who he is if he's listening. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He does, and he listens. And I was like, dude, don't do that to yourself. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I don't know. I don't want to name him if he doesn't want to be named. Yeah, no, knows. that is cool, though. Yeah. All right. Everything else is good. What was your favorite, like, uh, what was your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Tell me about it. Tell me a little bit about it. Are you, like, just loving turkey, or are you diving into the sides? 
I like the sides, but I'm always thankful because my family will do like a honey baked ham too. Oh yeah, let's go. And I like honey baked ham. I'm not a turkey guy. Um, but mac and cheese, mashed potatoes. You know, my wife made fixings. some like scalloped sweet potatoes that were boss. Get down. Uh, she made the mac and cheese, so it was like legit. I just was eating too much mac and cheese, bro. And um, then they had these like really cool garlicky green beans, dude. They were so good with like like slivered almonds in it. Like kind of like, I don't know, it was a G. Huh. And uh, then I ate a crap ton of pumpkin pie, so. I had apple. Apple. I didn't know what to do because they had a huge, delicious looking apple pie and Are a pumpkin pie. Are you a pecan pie. guy? Like a pecan pie guy? First of all, it's pecan. Pecan, pecan. pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had it. It looks too weird to oh, me. Oh, it is. Dude, just is give it, it a good? go. Give it a go next time. It'll right. be your favorite. Just really? Give, give it a go, dude. All right. Are you lying? Get down on it. I love it. It's my favorite. I will take that over any other pie. Really? Oh, 100%. Oh, I'll give it a try. Good old, oh. It looks like jelly in there, though. No, you will just love it. I'm not even going <laughs> to tell you about it. Just eat it next time you see All one, right. dude. Go to Coco's. Right. Go to Coco's and pick one up. Okay. I know there's got to be a Coco's near you. Yeah, there's a bunch of that stuff right here. Polly's pies. There you go. Get you one for, for Christmas. Like, you guys do Christmas with your rinse or something? Pick yeah. one up. Tell them yeah. you're going to bring a pie and bring that one. <laughs> I don't even know why you're I'm building so, it. You're I getting even, so authoritative I'm over get, this I'm, pecan pie. I'm building this pecan And there, we didn't even have one at Thanksgiving, <laughs> but I wish we did, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> I think I bring it up because my mother-in-law makes this like, uh, it's like a sweet potato. I don't even know what it's called, dude, but it's good. It's like a sweet yeah. potato thing. But then it has a layer of like pecans on it with like this like uh, brown sugary crust caramelized on it. Mm. So good. Get in my belly. Get in there. Anyways, other than that, dude, we're just traveling, being sick. Uh Kind of a bummer. Uh, it was my son's birthday too, so that was cool. I uh, just got to celebrate him. And then, um, yeah, that's it, man. Right on, dude. I didn't get a lot of reading in. I'll tell you that. I wanted to because I was like traveling. I went. I even went to my comic shop. I was going to buy like a, you know, a new trade or something for the, for the trip and uh, hang out. Um, usually I'll do that every time we go somewhere, but I didn't even do that just because I was feeling crummy. Mm, sorry, buddy. Yeah, it is what it is. But uh, I did get our BOW in. And um, so I'm down to chat about that. That's all I got in. Let's do it, man. James, I mean, what do you think? Stoko? Stoko? James Stoko. Stoko? Is that, uh, yeah, could be. Stokey? Stokoey? I don't think it's Stokey. Let's okay. just say James. James S. S. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read anything else from him before, but he seems like he has a name that a lot of people are familiar with. And uh, I was really intrigued by the artwork. So I picked this up. It's Orphan and the Five Beasts, put out by Dark Horse. And um, kind of says on the back here, it says, spurred on by her master's dying words, the adopted warrior, Orphan Mo seeks to find and kill five former disciples who now threaten the land with corruption from their demonic powers. Part five, Deadly Venoms, and part surreal grindhouse, James S's... James, <laughs> James S. James Stokoe brings his knack for ultra-detailed fantasy imagery and over-the-top violence to this classic tale of revenge. Dude, I, I did like this story, and it was um, definitely a lot of unexpected... Uh, turns and twists. Yes. Like, not really twists, but definitely a lot of unexpected stuff. It kind of reminded me of like a samurai meets like Kill Bill, yes, like dude. wildness. Like, but That's it was really cool. good. Good way to put it. I think it is a Kill Bill samurai story, dude. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. Um. So it kind of starts out. You have this cool, I don't like master and yeah, apprentice or. I don't know how you want to call it. 
And kind of like a clan. Like I kept thinking of Splinter. So this is like Clan Hamato. I gotcha. Yeah, it could be. And uh, but basically, in this area where they're at, um, they had this. Uh, what do they call him? Um, uh, the wolf shaped like a man. I can't remember his name though. There was somebody that basically the bandits. They basically came through and just were terrorizing the town. So um, these five people came and got trained by this dude. And when they were ready, they went off to take out this bandit. Mm. And they were supposed to return. Yeah. Right? And they never returned. All five of them went off and they got corrupted. Yeah. Um, basically. And they turned evil. And so now Mo is tasked with the dying wish from her master to go out yeah. and slay these five beasts. And the the five beasts, that was like a cool little bit at the beginning because as the towns were all being terrorized by that wolf dude, they came to this master to kind of like be trained in his ways. Yeah. And it was funny because they all only took what they needed and bailed. And he's like, they never learned it all. So now they're like kind of, um, what's the word like when, like volatile, like they're not stable because they've yeah. only got a piece of the knowledge, you know? Yeah. It's like they couldn't and, handle it all. Yeah. Yeah. So it corrupted them. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting when they go out cause they finally learned enough from him to take out that wolf thing. And then, yeah, dude, none of them came back, bro. And so they're just taking over their own things, doing their own jam now. What do you think about how they're like in the beginning when he's telling this like backstory, um, how the five beasts are portrayed? Cause they almost look like five, like, uh, ghostly looking figures. They look like spirits, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's kind of what I thought they at were it. at first. I was like, that's weird. When you find out later that they're just, well, yeah, because he normal, calls them but... villagers because he's like, five yeah. villagers came to me, you know, and, you know, he trained them and then they went out to kill the, the bandit, the wolf bandit or whatever mm-hmm. that was terrorizing the, the, the area. And um, what'd you think of that, though? Um, I mean, they look cool at the beginning. or like, what are these things? But yeah, um, it was an interesting kind of decision because later on, you know, they're just they're not normal, but they look like people. Yeah, I I kind of thought it was cool because they did like when they came to him, they were probably five normal people, and then right. obviously they learned all this stuff from him. They went out and then they got corrupted, and then they turned into their own beast, pretty much, yeah. and whatever they are like specialize in, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was kind of neat. It didn't like I don't know, give anything away. And I like how, like, when That's you get... true. It leaves, like, something to the mystery. You don't know about the five yet. Yeah. And so I thought that's neat because every time um, Mo goes to face one of the beasts, then it, like, gives... Um, her master, like, goes and gives this, like, backstory yeah. on what that person, like, specialized in, what they did well in their training, kind of how they got corrupted when they went out. And so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, me too. But there was some stuff that was way over the top that I didn't see coming. I, I mean, not necessarily bad, but just something that was unexpected. Not like a traditional... I mean, I don't read a ton of traditional samurai stuff. Right. But I would expect this wouldn't have been in there. No, no. Um, but I thought it was pretty neat. Like the first beast she comes up to, it's this dude they call Thunder Thighs. <laughs> and I was just like, wait a second. <laughs> Thunder thighs. <laughs> I know. And he's like, the, he reminds me of Zangief. Is that his he name? Does from Street look Fighter. Like Zangief. And I was like, this is straight up Zangief riding a horse and he's just smashing horses, just crushing people with his thunder thighs, dude. Dude. I thought that the backstory here that the, that the master explained to Mo about him was kind of fascinating too. Dude, I, I think. My favorite parts are the backstories of him yeah. talking about the people and how they trained and what they're like, what they loved and their specialty. I thought that was really neat. How every time she went up to one, yeah. What do you think of the the fight scenes and the action sequences laid out in panels? Did oh, you like it, dude? The fight scenes are so rad. Some so of them are rad. pretty brutal. So Real, the ending pre- of Thunder Thighs. Yeah, be prepared for some brutalness. I wouldn't say as bad as like Berserker, but pretty pretty brutal. Pretty brutal, dude. 
So she she gets to this town, and the the funny thing about Thunder Thighs is that he has a bunch of people who are his followers, but they seem kind of reluctant to be following him, and kind of they hate ah. him. they hate him, and they don't seem like they're the brightest bunch of dudes. No, nope, they're a bunch of just like uh, I don't even know how to say it, but they're go along to get along. Yeah, they're not very smart dudes, and they don't know yeah. what else to do. I think they're kind of just like. They're just stuck. Because what are you going to do guy? against yeah. Thunder Thighs? No. If you disobey Thunder, Thunder Thighs, you might as well just consider your life done. Yeah. But they're, yeah, their fight scene is rad, dude. And then when you think he's dead, like, and he comes back, oh, it's just so gosh. wild. That was another one I was just like, all right, Thunder Thighs was already over the top. Yeah. And then it just like, went over, <laughs> over the top again. And I was like, I totally what? forgot about that scene, dude. Yeah, dude. I was blown away. I was like, wait a second. No. Oh, and he's so, so crazy. It, it was pretty wild. And that's this like that was some of the stuff that was like totally unexpected. But it was neat too. Like it was, you know, yeah. it took this samurai story in its own um its own unique way. You yeah. know, so I thought it I thought it was cool. Little little over the top, but pretty cool. Before we go on, so you know, she's she she takes out Thunder Thighs, the first of the five beasts here, and it's a rad just fight scene, dude. It takes up like five pages, dude. Oh yeah, it's a long yeah. fight scene. Yeah, maybe even longer than that. Even she fights him, fights him, and then she yeah. thinks he's dead, and then he comes back. So it's a it's a good I don't know yeah. ten pages probably of a fight scene. So for a story that's built off of this orphan girl who's taken in by you know her master here. And it's a tale of revenge, right? So she's revenging, you know, the 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 slight that these five put on their clan. But my question for you is, were you a little bummed that, like, we don't really know a lot about her? Like, she, we just kind of pick up. You're like, okay, it's an orphan girl. She's got to go box these five dudes because she's sticking up for her clan master, her took her. Is that just enough to know for a story of revenge? I was fine with it. Like... Yeah. Um, who knows? Uh, because, I mean, not to jump too far forward to the end of this, but there's a lot that we are still missing from this story. I know, and I did not expect that either. I thought no. this was one and yeah, done. We can, we can talk about that in a little bit. But, yeah. um, it, I don't know. For me, I was okay with it. I didn't have too okay. many questions about it. I just thought, you know, um, I don't know. Now you're making me a little more curious, but I, I was okay with it. Yeah. Well, were you not? I actually was, but kind of for some reason right now, I was in the same boat as you. When I was reading the story, it didn't pop in my mind, but thinking about it now, yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if if knowing more about her would be fun or not. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Because she's awesome. Yeah, she's a red character for you sure. You know what scene I love is in the first issue when she's first on her way to get to Thunder Thighs and some of Thunder Thighs' men are taking out those like monks and how she just takes them out. Like, I thought the paneling there was rad, dude. With, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where when she's, eaten, she's eaten by a fire and then she hears some commotion. Yes, dude. And she throws the bowl at one of those dudes' heads. Yeah, yeah, dude. So funny. Gosh, dude. Anyway, dude, so one of the funny things about taking out Thunder Thighs is that when she takes out Thunder Thighs, she pretty much becomes... Like all those people want to follow her now. Yeah, all those clan members basically tell her like she's the new leader, and she's yeah. like, she's like, no, what? Like this yeah. is weird. I don't want I got to a any job part to do. <laughs> like get away from me. And uh, so she's on her way um, to get to the next dude now, and she's got just a whole hundreds of dudes following her. And there's some comic relief in there because a lot of them, like you said, they're not very intelligent. They don't know what the heck they're doing. Some of the stuff they propose, she's just like, like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, dude. What was that one dude's name? Was he in the issue where she's fighting Thunder Thighs? The dude who was like the stable master? Um, the they all have strange him? names. I will say that. Oh, yeah. His, they said, take a look at Dirty Bun over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They all have so strange of names, dude. Oh, man. So we pick up and they they go to this other town, bro. And I have to say, like, Thunder Thighs was wild. But I feel like the villain here and the story here takes an even more wild I turn. didn't think he could top it. 
But I it's tough. It's tough. So I can't imagine what's going to continue on. Um, I know. Before we keep going, let me ask you something. Yeah. What do you think overall of the artwork? Like, you have these cool scenes where they come to the village. Yeah. And like they're looking down upon this cool village in this valley. Um, what do you think of the art in general? Like the um, the environments, the characters. What do you think? Uh, I I really like it. I think that. Uh, the action scenes are where it really shines. Like here, yeah, even yeah, on, on this this landscape, it's cool. It's really rough. It's kind of line heavy, you know. But and you could disagree with me here. I wasn't super over the top about some of the coloring choices. Like it kind of felt a little muted. Kind of, I don't know. Not that I it was bad. It just didn't really like nail it for me. I could see it in some panels. See what you're saying. Yeah, but um. I love. I like. I like the artwork. It's very distinct. It seems very original. Um, I don't read a lot of comic books that look like this. You know. Yeah. No. I think you hit it on the head. Very distinct. Uh, I will say what I think he does a great job in too is like the amount of detail and facial expressions of people and dudes in the background. Yeah. Like you get a really good sense of like what's going on by by these. And by, some of the scenes, man, it must have took him. S- so long because they're like a lot going on in some of these panels. Dude, do you want to tell everybody what's going on with the next dude? Chopper yeah, so Tang? They, 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 <laughs> and again, with the names are just hilarious. So we, they get to this next town and the clan that she kind of takes over, they just want to go there and like pillage it. Yeah. Um, and uh, they mention a few times, like, you know, our boss, Thunderthighs, he'd never let us pillage this village before. Like, let's go down and take it, you know. And she's like, no, he didn't let you pillage it because it's not his territory. Like, there's a deeper evil here. Like, she can feel it. And so she's like, no, we're not, we don't do that anymore. Let's go down. And so they're getting down in the village and their whole crew is like, they just smell food. They just want to eat, right? So they they stop in this place. Well, while they do that, two of them are going to kind of sneak off to go and like ransack this place. They're like, at least I think that's what they had planned, right? So mm-hmm. they sneak away by, and they tell Mo like, hey, we'll go out and like be your scouts. And as they go out, they find this other restaurant. And so they go into this other restaurant and the rest of them are eating at this other place. And um, you find out like while they're eating there, this restaurant's like, uh, like the owners or the people that are working there, they're like, dude, no one comes here. Like this other restaurant on the other side of town, like gets all of our business. We're surprised to even see you here. Like, mm-hmm. so Mo gets like curious. And so she goes out looking and she comes to this restaurant that it was just hopping. And that's where who, her two dudes who said they were going to go scout end up. And everybody just loves the meat there, dude. Just everybody's eating and it's just weird. And you got the owner, uh, Chopper Tang, come to find out, man, he is uh, serving serving the villagers, basically. He's serving up human meat to everybody, yeah. and it's like a weird deal that this guy's got going on. <laughs> it is so a weird, weird deal. bro, dude. And the way that Mo finds out that he's serving himself and like what was cool was the backstory again that the the master told about him and how he had the ability to like replicate his arms was kind of wild. Yeah. His back, the backstories are so rad when they're like training. And it's cool again because if you look, when he's telling, uh, I think this is, I don't know, this is like on, I think it's on page like 79. You might be able to find it. But when the master is telling the backstory on Chopper Tang, yeah, he, he is in like you can see what he looks like now. But the other three beasts are still in that like spirit form. Oh yeah, so it still kind of stays a mystery of what the other three are like. Right. So I thought that was pretty oh. cool. That's why I asked you like originally, what do you think of them? Because as it keeps going, they you know, yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. Huh. That is cool. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty neat. And anyway, so he's serving up himself to these dudes and it's kind of intoxicating them and keeping them coming back. So he's just getting rich because no one wants to eat nowhere else, right? Yeah. And then they have a gnarly fight, Mo and him. Dude, their fight is so gnarly because not only is she have to fight him, like now everybody that's been like eating mm-hmm. there 
like turns into these like zombie creatures. And oh, so she's yeah. fighting all these like zombie creatures. They turn into these weird looking like bugs. Yeah. And it's just wild. And so another thing that like, I never expected this or never saw it coming at all. No it way. It was totally over the top, no dude. No way. But it was rad because the fight scenes are just nuts, dude. And her weapon, I don't even know what kind of weapon that's called. I but it's it basically like a long s- stick. Mm-hmm. With an <laughs> With, arrow on the end. Yeah. And I don't know what, what that's called in like this like traditional like samurai, like martial arts form, but it's rad. And how she uses it is so rad. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows what kind of weapon that is, let us know. Because I want to know now. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, let it rip. So he's trying to feed her some of his arm meat. <laughs> and it's the one where the dudes are kind of holding her mouth open and he's got slices of his arm on his big old sword. And uh, this, can you see what I'm looking at this page? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the, the very last panel on this page, she knocks it away. And How it falls is she knocking the it away? Is it what is she just kick it? Does she kick it? Is that what's happening? I know she knocks it away and when it falls on the ground, like everybody around her. That's how she gets away, yeah. But I'm just wondering on that panel, it's so hard to tell how she hits it away. Uh, let me find it, but I'm pretty sure she uh, kicks it. She knees it. Knees it. Yeah, her left knee's like up in the air. Oh, okay. And even like you said, look at the facial expressions of him when she knees it. He's like, oh no. And as I soon know, as it falls dude. on the ground, like since they are so like everybody loves the meat there, that all everybody just goes to attack and that kind of gives her the the one up right there. Yeah. What'd you think about his kind of end? <laughs> How he comes to an end. Another one, dude, <laughs> that was just like not expected. And I think they tried to throw some comic relief in there, which I did end up laughing. I was yeah, yeah. I was busting up laughing. But um, he like basically gets thrown into this pot. He's like and, being fried. Yeah, he's he's dying. And at the last second, his arm is like reaches out and grabs some salt. And he's like sprinkling <laughs> some salt while he's getting fried. And I was just dying laughing. So crazy, dude. But um, the other thing that I think was totally unexpected. And as I was reading it, I knew it was only four issues. And as I started getting close to the end here, I was like, she still has three more beasts to slay and we're not going to uh-huh. see what's going to happen. Yeah. And so I was kind of bummed out that it ended. But I, I want to read more, you know, because it just right when he dies, the next panel just says, Orphan Mo story doesn't end here. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, man. But this, I think, came out in what, 2022? Yeah. So I don't but know. But it just feels I mean, like I, it's. I don't know. I'm. Re- I want more of it. I'm. Down, I would pick up the next volume for sure. Yeah. And I want to know these other three beasts. Uh, I want to know more about Mo. Um. So I don't know if there's plans for it. If it didn't do well, you know, and is not. I, I. I'm not sure because it says coming soon, and it's been what? I think this has been a year since this has been out. I know. There's time. For, it's like where's the next issue? Let's get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, hopefully it does because I enjoyed it enough where I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely check it out. Yeah, what would you give it, man? Like overall, because I know this was kind of like one I threw at you. Uh, you had no idea what to expect, so I'm really curious. Like at the end of this, where you'd come down, would you recommend it at all, dude? I would definitely recommend it if you're into um, any like samurai style stories. Anything, I think it's like even way over the top of like something like Kill Bill or something like that. Um, So like stuff you wouldn't expect. Uh, Cool, unique artwork all done by by one person. Like definitely pick it up. I think it's definitely worth the read. Even though it was something um, like the over the topness was crazy to me. Mm -hmm. But I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I think I think I'm gonna give it like a four and a five, man. I, I right think on. I liked it that much, even though it was, you know, something I didn't expect. I still liked it. I think that's a that's a pretty good rating. That's where I'd come down to. Uh I think mainly just because I wanted it to be one and done. Like I'm like, oh, I wish I knew more yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. And 
But like you said, I really love the backstory of the filling out what the master does of these dudes and and kind of the tips she gets for taking them down or their weaknesses is kind of a cool little bit thrown in. And yeah, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, I liked it. I like how it was set up. I, I like how the backstories are given each time she faces one of these beasts. I think that was probably my favorite part of it for sure. The fight scenes yeah. are fun. Um, and you're definitely going to be kept on your toes because there's no oh, yeah. way to ever know how this stuff no, goes. No, And like I said, dude, I'm looking it up. So this came out originally, I think the first issue was in uh, March of 2021. Mm. And it's so then the last issue came out in February 2022. So a whole year for four issues. Um, so I don't know. I, I want to see it. We're going to have to yeah. hit him up. Yeah, James, we're going to have to hit you up. James, if you listen to this, let us know if more is coming. Yeah, because we need... I want to know, man. I definitely want to know. I want to know... Yeah. The, the the beasts were so unique. Like I, I, I can't imagine what the other three are going to be like. Um, the fight scenes, I'm sure, are going to be super fun. So I definitely want to... I definitely check it out. Yeah. Right on. But no, it was a cool one, man. Good find. Um, I, I kind of wanted it physical. This is another one that I thought would have been cool to uh, yeah. have a physical copy of. Pretty cool artwork, dude. Some of the like these ones too, where they're like the one page splash, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. And I was, was reading really... it digitally, and so when I came to those, like, there's a couple big splash pages that I came to that I was like, oh man, I wish I had a physical copy of it. Yeah. Anyway, bro, cool read. Yeah, good pickup, man. For our, uh, I guess this is our last bo dub of the year. Last bo dub of 2023. Yeah, very cool. Oh, I think wow. it was a good one. Good one to end the in the year on. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some new new orphan in the five beasts next year. Yeah, I'll be stoked. Yeah. Anyways, I didn't read much going on over here in my neck of the woods. I don't know if you want to give a rundown of what you got into or we can... Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, I did get to read the Enfield Gang Massacre finally. Oh, yeah. You finally got caught up. What do you think, dude? It was... Dude, they were just shooting that whole Shoot. issue, bro. Just... And I felt so bad that the Gatlin gun dude died. Oh, I know, dude. A I lot like, of people no, died in that issue, no. man. A lot of them died. Um, I thought that the the sheriff dude, right, who was talking to the lady at the bar, that was a, that's such a cool interaction that they have. Oh, I dude, love I love it. that scene. What yeah. I, I also love the scene where like the people that left the gang that infield was like, "Hey, you guys got to leave." It's his like his wife, I think, is leading it or his girlfriend or whatever. Yes, that scene was rad, and she's tough as nails, man, bro. But my question for you is, and I don't know if you're going to remember this because you don't have it in front of you and I'm springing this on you last minute. But, um, so oh, she... Don't, don't, don't. Look I at got you. it right here, bro. <laughs> so she gets shot when she's running away because it looks like there was an ambush set up, set up for her and her yep. party. Correct. And so, but she gets away, bro, because she's tough as nails, like you said. And she strolls up to this dude singing. Oh, at the end, yeah. Do we know that guy? I don't think so. Because he's wearing a Texas Ranger badge, it looked like. I know, yeah. And he's singing, and I don't know... Is this the bad dude, or is this the like real Texas Ranger and the other one's the bad dude? Yeah, I don't know. This It's somebody I don't think we've seen before in any previous issue. But Dang. I love it. I love it, man. Such a cool story. And he's like sitting next to a wanted flyer, but you can't tell what's on the wanted flyer. I, I wonder know, if I wonder if he's like another sheriff or or, or ranger or whatever marshal looking yeah. for the dude who actually killed the guy in the bank. Because you know how the kids seen him, right? Yeah. So I wonder if he's on like a manhunt for the real guy who killed. You know what I love about these stories? And I agree with you, but I'm sorry because I'm flipping through this. Yeah, I know. But like uh, Joe Bob, dude, this kind of unassuming dude who's just down to earth. He's going to follow it. The evidence, even if it's like a little weird, like you get that with the sheriff, dude, right? Like, like all these dudes are just off shooting each other. And he's like, I'm just going to go ask the barkeep. Yeah. Like, I love it. It's like so simple, you know? Dude, uh, these are my favorite type of stories, man. I could live in like this whole world that they've created with that Texas blood and this yeah. like love it. Um I did get to read um Blood Commandment. Oh, by um 
Same dude who's doing something epic. Yeah, yeah. How was Simon it? Simon Kudransky, I think. Uh, dude, I liked it. Good? Yeah. Art was as good as the oh. something epic? Yeah. Bees that's what I heard. Knees, that's dude. what I heard. Uh, it's really good, dude. It's just about, it's, it's kind of wild because at first when I'm reading it, I didn't really know that it, that he he's a vampire. Right. And he just seems like a dad who's struggling to raise a kid, but there's something weird going on in the background, something in his past. But then at the very end, he's like talking about how he's been keeping a secret and all this stuff. And it turns out he's a vampire, bro. But interesting. I might have to, I'm not a huge vampire story guy. I know, me but either. I might have to check it out. But it was cool, dude, because just a normal dude trying to raise his normal dude, you know what I mean? But trying to raise his son alone out in like the middle of the woods and he's taking his kid hunting and uh, with a bow and arrow and the kid tries to shoot the deer and he misses and he's just super nice about it. And the kid's like, dad, I got to be honest with you. Like I didn't miss. I I didn't want to shoot the deer. And, uh, you know, just a cool moment between them with that. And yeah, uh, that is cool. Then they have like what I like about Simon Kadransky, and I don't know where he's at on any of this. I keep wanting to Instagram message him and just see, but I like it when anyone tries to deal with like religious stuff in a real like way. And in here, there's a really cool bit of the story that is occupied with the son asking the father like religious questions and about faith and about death. And I just thought it was cool to be reading it and handled in a way that was like felt even if I don't agree with it all, I felt respectful and uh, just kind of neat to see that playing out. And I'm like, where is this guy at on all this? Like, how? Because you see a little bit of it in something epic as well. Hmm. I'm just curious. It's super fascinating. Yeah, let's have him on the show. It would be fun, dude. But I mean, his, it's hard to even understand how he draws as good as he does. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious though, dude. I like, know how does he? It'd be like a year for me to do one panel. I mean, I couldn't even do one panel, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. I might pick it up and check it out then. I'd be really interested to know what you think because, you know, I'm in on the father stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm already down, yeah, but you're, like, you're in. Gotcha. Well, good, dude. I like it. Hold on. I'm, I'm glad you could, just let me see some pictures of it. Just real quick. Like the the shading here, it's him and his boy walking out of like a convenience store. Oh yeah, that looks like a photograph. <laughs> it's it's so crazy. I bro. said photograph, really weird, right there. <laughs> you did. It looks like a photograph. <laughs> anyway, I I wasn't expecting it to to kind of like get me like it did, and uh, with the wild twist at the end with him just turning into a, a vampire, I was like, all right, dude, I'm in. Let's see where this goes. Right on. So. Pretty cool read. Um, and then uh, based on uh, Mad's recommendation from the pull box files, I got into The Madness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always I hear liked it, about bro. that. Wow. Cool. Another revenge story of a chick with superpowers who um, is kind of funny because she has superpowers because she had an imaginary friend when she was little and they kind of like became one and her imaginary friend had gave her superpowers. And, oh, that's kind of neat. Um, it turns out that like She's trying to run away with somebody she loves, but she's being tracked and they found her and they bomb her and it kills her whole family. And so now she's on a revenge mission for anybody who okayed dropping the bomb in Brown. Mm. It's super cool, dude. It's super fun. Over the top again. Uh, but I'm, I've been liking that, so kudos to, to Matt. And I got to read Nights number two and that was fun. Just continuing that story. Not much to say about it. Just kind of building that world a little bit. So that was my week. What a good week, dude. Um, family time, some good books, yeah. hanging out in the lair. And, um, dude, good job bringing it in, <laughs> bringing it in for the last B.O.W. again, man. I appreciate it. that. Was a, I hope uh, I brought it in new enough for you. I liked it. Turkey Day, Turkey Day intro. Turkey Day edition. Too bad we're not doing a Christmas day. I could come in with a little ho, ho, ho. No jingling. <laughs> no jingling the bells around here, dude. You you a Christmas music guy? Um, I can get down a little bit, but when I hear it twenty four seven with my yeah. neighbor's nutcracker going on, oh, that's right, yes, gosh, dude, I can't even believe it, dude. I was showing my buddies that picture you sent me of that thing with its eyes, and I was it like, creeps me. I, it, my son doesn't even like looking at the front door at night because it creeps him out. Yeah, dude. 
Anyway, bro, cool week. Uh, good to see you. Glad you're yeah. doing well enough to be here tonight. And yeah. uh, I have a question for you. Rip it. What are you looking forward to coming out this week? Dude, I think the biggest book I'm looking forward to is Wild's End, issue number six. It'll finish the story. Super stoked on that. Um, wow. I think some bad stuff might happen. Some some uh, some characters I love might die. Our little bulldog do better not go. I don't know. But um, definitely looking forward to that. That looks cool. But there's a lot. It looks like there's a lot coming out this week. Um, uh, the Bone Orchard Mythos, Starseed, issue number one. It's like an, is that a new one? A little, I didn't even see it on there. Yeah. Um, old Jeff, Bone Orchard Mythos, Starseed. That, hmm. That's what it's called. Right on. In that same world, I guess. I don't know. You, you were keeping You're up with those more than me. Yeah, Tenement that, was cool. Um, what else do we got going? Oh, a new Berserker, Fallen Empire. Hmm. Like a new uh, storyline with our uh, with B. Interesting. What are you looking forward to most? Local Man Seven. Oh yeah, I did see that. Local Man Number Seven. Super stoked on that as well. Kaya Thirteen, and then Tony S. Daniels Edenwood Number Two. Two. Yep. Yep. And then if anyone's keeping up on the saga trade paperbacks, I think that the uh, Eleven. Yeah. Volume you're right. Eleven comes out. Yeah. Volume Eleven. But that's that's it, man, for me. I thought there was a lot of other stuff coming out too that I was looking at. I tell you, oh, I got speaking to go of see... Luke Cage, there's a new Luke Cage coming out. Really? Luke Cage Gang War. Huh? Who's writing it? Uh, Rodney Barnes. Uh, don't know old Rodney Barnes, but I don't know. But the art looks pretty rad. I'll tell you what, dude. The Luke Cage TV show was it for me. I love that show. You jammed it. I loved it. All right. Did I tell you I got to go see Miss Marvel or the Marvels? How was it? You didn't tell me. I thought it was fine. It was fun enough. I want to watch it. You know who I love, dude? I seriously just think she made the whole movie is Miss Marvel. Like, I don't know her name, the actress, but her and her family. uh, She's such a good presence on screen. She's so funny. Uh, I thought it was fun. I don't have any complaints about it. All right. Maybe it wasn't like the coolest story, but... Um, I wasn't expecting it to be so. Maybe because I had low expectations going in, uh, it was fine. I, I had fun. Well, and I got to see Blue Beetle. You saw the Beetle because it's on HBO now. Oh yeah, how was it? I liked it, dude. I watched it. It looked cool. <laughs> I thought it looked pretty neat. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was funny. Uh, uh, I thought maybe it was even a little bit better than the Marvels. Just. Kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, All right. Good. I'm glad you got some movie watching in. Yeah. Anyway, dude, uh, just a reminder, check out our buddy Frank over at Coffee and a Comic for anything you're looking forward to coming out this week. Set up a pool list over there. He's got a cool setup going on. And uh, in our coupon code at checkout, the comic book layer. No, I actually think it's just comic book layer in all caps to save yourself 15%. Uh, Frank's a rad dude doing rad things. So support him and you can be rad too. Yeah, you can. <laughs> anyway, buddy, how can people keep up with us and everything? Dude, we before we end it, next week we got something oh, yeah. special going on. It's this is going to be our last episode of the year because we're going to kind of take a little uh, little break for the rest of December, focus on just ending out the year with family, and uh, it's always busy. So um, we figured, why not? Uh, it's going to be different for for us because we've never done a break like this, but um, I think it's needed, and I think it'll be. Uh, It'll be good. We'll still yeah. be, you know, um, posting on Instagram. Uh, still be reading books and chatting over Discord. But um, anyways, so next week we are going to be going over our uh, our, our top five reads of the year. Yeah, buddy. And uh, pretty stoked on it. It should be fun. Uh, hopefully we have some friends join us. I think for sure. I think Ross should. Ross is going to figure it out. Okay. Well, either way, if it's just you and I, it'll be great. If others join us, I'll be stoked on it. It'll be fun talking about our top five of the year. Um, I can't wait. Yeah, I good think luck, I got. Uh, I, I think I got mine set. I'm not going to mention any anything, but I think I got it set. Good luck fig- figuring it out this week, nailing it down. I don't have it settled yet. I'm pretty. I'm pretty nailed down. It might change, but I'm pretty nailed down. All right. I might just have to copy. Just go. I'll go after you and just be like, "Yeah, that's mine." No, too. we're going to mix it up. <laughs> 
So uh, anyways, yeah, next week, look forward to that. And um, can't wait to hang out. It should be fun. Heck yeah, buddy. Um, yeah. Wherever you jam your podcast, um, subscribe. We really love that. Definitely uh, leave us a review if you get a chance. And um, please leave us a review. Like, oh, like do us one Christmas Thanksgiving Day present. Throw a review on Thanksgiving Day present. Like, do something nice for us. Give a little thanks back. What do they call that? <laughs> Reciprocal thing? Yeah. Uh, we really would appreciate it. And um, let others know about it. Yeah. Come over and meet us. Hang out with us. Check us out on Instagram, the comic layer. See what we're reading, what we're posting. Where That's... else do you get to, know, to get to hear two dudes <laughs> chatting about chili cook-offs? And comic books. Flat pillows. You're going to hear it all here at the lair. You're going to hear it all. You don't want to miss it. We so, are the uh, gem in the rough, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate y'all. Come meet us over on Discord. We've, got a, we've actually had a few new people join on the Discord, which I was super stoked on. And uh, we'll definitely be chatting in there over this break and uh, keeping up with y'all. Anyways, until next time, keep reading comics. <laughs> Don't even, dude. I was trying something different. I loved it, dude. Keep reading comics, dude. Cowabunga, nerds. I loved it. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.